If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. broadcast of Tap into the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing with all those usual uh, caveats that I normally put right there. With you as always, I'm your ever so humble and uh, mostly peaceful uh, host, Tim Tap, committing it live from historic Rome County, Tennessee. And that live audience is extended a little larger than the norm today as we are simulcasting across 
the world, and especially in the Columbia, South Carolina area, uh, via WCETFM. So thank you guys who are listening there. Uh, and uh, what do you say we actually jump right into things today? First of all, it is Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to everybody out there that's celebrating it, whether you're a dad, a, a stepdad, uh, that's putting in all the hard work, or if you're a grandfather, whatever you may be, uh, as long as you are doing your part to help maintain and build a traditional family and instill quality values in children, uh, then congratulations, you're doing what you're supposed to do by virtue of the position, and that should be honored. So happy Father's Day, everybody. Uh, on the line with me, of course, is my friend, my fellow radio host, man who just got finished giving a powerful hour of his own program that could be heard uh, right at WCET as well. Ladies and gentlemen, the purveyor of the Edwards Notebook and uh, the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience, uh, Ron Edwards. Ron, happy Father's Day, and how are you doing today? Excellent, and happy Father's Day to you as well, and doing very well. Um, just uh, enjoying myself on this happy Father's Day, and uh, just just happy to be alive, happy to be in America, and uh, in that vein, all is good. All right. Well, there's uh, no shortage of things to talk about, and uh, as I was listening in and out to the majority of your show earlier, as I was switching and then having all my technical issues, and I, I want to apologize to you for the uh, the uh, problems that incurred as a result of that, and I still appreciate you uh, uh, just powering through. And you know what? I I don't think I could have added anything to your show today, uh, but uh, at any rate, I apologize for uh, that issue. And uh, clearly, a lot of what we wanted to talk about uh, were along the same vein. So wanted to touch a little bit, though, with some things, uh, some aspects of the stories, if you will, that uh, – didn't really have an opportunity to get too in-depth with. Uh, let's start with, of course, the return of the Trump rally. Now, what was astounding to me is a lot of people are making a big deal about these numbers not being as big as they were. And, of course, you did touch on the fact that uh, a lot of people, especially uh, the vaunted – everybody get your shot glasses ready uh, – Alexandria mm-hmm. Ocasio-Cortez – uh, was out there throwing out that a bunch of uh, folks were really kind of uh, pull a prank, if nothing else, uh, on the Trump administration, so that the numbers were nowhere near what we thought they were going to be. However, I think when you look at the uh, the strength of the media platform coverage, the strength of how many people watched this rally who could not have attended had they wanted to, that when you look at that – it was still an extremely positive outing, and it says a lot about how many people were more than ready to hear directly from Donald Trump again. And we had a lot of uh, people making issue about one particular joke that Donald Trump told in regards to telling his people to slow down on the testing for the COVID-19. And clearly in the context, it was a joke. I didn't see too many of these mainstream media outlets playing that clip in its full context, however, as they were using this to attack the president. What say you in regards to how successful this was and the media coverage therefrom? Well, of course, the media coverage is uh, anything uh, that has to do with the Trumpster. You know, the media coverage, for the most part, is not uh, what it should be. And that includes Fox News, by the way. <clears throat> They're increasingly becoming more like CNN uh, pretty soon it's going to be Fox, CNN. Um, 
I don't know how many people actually watched it, uh, so I cannot comment on that. You can fill me in on the numbers of that regard. But I was very, very um, – I shouldn't have, I should not say I was surprised because actually I wasn't surprised that they would play such a trick to bring down the numbers. But when you consider that such a trick was played and all the negativity that was going on, uh, the 9,000-plus that he uh, was, was able to attract – was a heck of a lot more than a recent gathering by, oh, I don't know how many years he's been in office. What, 47 years? Joe Biden! <laughs> uh, yeah, at least half a century at this point. And at least for the first part of that, he was semi-cogent mentally. Uh, <laughs> I still didn't agree with him, and he was a nasty man at that point in time, but he, but he was in full control of his faculties. So he's genuinely nasty. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Should be no surprise. I actually was a little more surprised that uh, folks didn't show up in at least slightly larger numbers because the area in which this was taking place should have drawn about the numbers that we actually saw. There was a sizable and uh, on occasion somewhat scary, although it didn't uh, didn't get violent, but a scary looking counter protest that might have spooked some folks off thinking, hey, you know what? I can go home and watch this. I don't have to, to fight my way through that. Uh, there are, of course, a lot of people that are still genuinely concerned for better or for worse about all the panic porn that media is giving us about COVID-19. So I think that the actual in-person numbers were still pretty impressive for our first time back at it and everything else that's swirling around the current set of circumstances. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, um, it's full steam ahead, I say. And every time I hear or see one of these individuals or I read a column where they're uh, fussing about uh, they don't give any consideration to the coronavirus. They don't care, this, that, and the other. Well, these same people were saying basically right on to the rioters and claiming that they were being peaceful when they were burning down buildings, beating people to death or beating people up, spitting on the police officers, throwing uh, all kinds of things at them. And the, the police standing around like little wimps. Um, I, I, I just, Tim, it, it is just exasperating um, to, to watch this stuff. But at the same time, like you, I am pleasantly surprised or very pleased, I'll put it that way, with the numbers that did still show up when you consider everything that was thrown against the situation. But I think they will be better prepared next time, and I, I could almost guarantee you, and I think you'd agree, that at the next gathering uh, with the Trumpster, that the um, facility will be full. I would be very surprised if it wasn't. Um, okay, uh, definitely want to talk to you a little bit also about the John Bolton book. I, uh, I know you touched on that yourself earlier today too, but it's something I've been anxious to talk with someone else about. I thought I was going to get to do that Friday, and then uh, my guest that was scheduled was unavailable, uh, had a uh, family emergency thing pop up. And of course, while it's understandable, it's always disappointing. And, and I've been chomping it a bit to talk about this because there is so many different moving parts. And first and foremost, John Bolton since butting heads with Donald Trump. These two people are so accustomed to getting their ways. He's been acting like a 
crying little girl since his dismissal from the administration. <laughs> and there is so much in this book that has actually already been refuted in testimony and in governmental documents that have been declassified in regards to the handling of the Ukraine situation. Why is anybody – we already know the answer, but I'm going to ask it out loud because <laughs> you answer it. Why is anybody paying any attention at all to this book? Well, people that uh, desperately cling on to their hatred of Donald Trump and want to fundamentally transform our country into an s-hole, they're they're in favor of the book. Anything that takes a stab at Donald John Trump, that's what they're in favor of, and so that's why they continue on with the madness. But uh, Bolton, I have less respect for him than I do uh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama is acting in accordance to how he was brought up from birth. He was brought up by communist pigs, um, Islamists, the whole nine yards. He is what he was taught. John Bolton came from a different situation. He has portrayed himself to be a patriot, a man of honor, and I thought he was. I mean, I I was a fan of John Bolton until recently. And... um, I, I understood that he was a bit of a hawk, and I kind of like that when in, in, when it's in proper order. Uh, so I'm not against all of that stuff. But uh, when you become foolishly hawkish, uh, you become a detriment, and that's what uh, the Trumpster saw. And he was correct. History has proven him to be correct on that. And so his ego got a little pinched, poor little thing, and because he knows better. He knows that what he's doing is wrong. He understands and used to be a supporter of national security and things of that ilk. And for him to know these things, to be brought up on that, on, on, in that context and to go against everything that he has stood for, that I have less respect for a man that does that than a man like Obama who was only acting out how he was brought up. That's all he knows. But Bolton knows better. And so with him... He I, he has, in my opinion, no respect coming. Even, did you notice, uh, some commentators on the left as well have no respect for him because they're saying like, well, wait a minute. If this was true, why didn't he bring it up earlier during the impeachment time when they, when they, had a, when they thought they had uh, the Trumpster uh, on the ropes? No, Tim, this is just an exploitation book, him hoping that a few million will buy it and he can cash out. This is what it's about, and he's really willing to use our national security for, as Tim Scott so aptly put it, for $29. (laughs) Uh, That's that's a pretty good way of putting it. Uh, My question to you, though, at this point, even though the book's content has been leaked at this point, the Mm -hmm. information's out there, uh, there's no real way of preventing uh, the public consumption thereof at this point. Uh, Your thoughts on continuing the lawsuit? Because I think it's still a good idea primarily now to try to make sure that if John Bolton did in fact skip – or skip over it to some degree some of the usual vetting that's supposed to take place with someone in his position before they release a book like this to make sure that whatever funds do come across don't go into his pocket but actually goes into something uh, that is worthwhile because uh, clearly it's number one on Amazon right now. There's going to be some money made. 
I just at this point don't think any of it should end up in John Bolton's hands basically because I don't believe he followed the rules, and I don't believe that he believes half of what's in it, at least the parts I've seen so far. Uh, your thoughts on that? <laughs> I'm in total agreement with that, and, uh, and and that's why I have no respect for him anymore. Because he- If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to Hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He knows better. It goes against what he knows to be the truth. And here's the thing the, the other reason why I, I, I think that uh, the, the law should, should be played out is because that way, public record. The information through public record with the open trial, because the media is not going to be telling the truth, even though if the Republicans have any intelligence left in their brains, they will get the the the, the excerpts from CNN and elsewhere where the, the pundits on those leftist networks actually came out against John Bolton as well. So, I mean, he caught it from both sides. And so this can be used to get against him going towards the election with the truth coming out again in trial. So that will keep it in, in, in front of the uh, incurably ignorant masses and uh, remind these people that, uh, hey, he is a no good liar and that uh, instead of hurting Trump, it, it would be at the very least uh, a neutral um, situation, will not harm Trump or, hurt, or help him. It just, it's just there. And that's what you want. So um, a poo-poo on the book and um, failure on his goal to hurt Trump at the expense of national security. And you you were correct, uh, sir, about uh, the information, if it's proven that uh, national security information, although a lot of that was already checked. And in fact, he did get approval um, before. And then people that are around Trump now disapproved of it. So that will be part of the argument in court. So, uh, But even though that will come out, the truth about the book and everything and all the other details will come out, which would help Trump indirectly, I believe. All right. Well, there's clearly a few more uh, hot button issues I'd really love to get into, sure. but one that has kind of snuck ahead of the curve because I had definitely want to discuss some of these uh, Supreme Court rulings with you that we had this past week. I know we've both been discussing uh, them. In fact, you were kind enough to uh, uh, read an article that I wrote recently on that topic on Air Friday, and uh, thank you for uh, – for doing that. I appreciate it. It uh, means a lot to me that uh, you thought highly enough of it to share it in that manner. But uh, before we even think about getting to any of that, I really wanted to discuss this issue that we've seen once again rise up in CHOP, formerly Chaz, 
where the Seattle powers that be still refuse to take back their city. And now we've had this young man who was shot and killed, and, and basically the police were chased out when they tried to answer the call. And they've got mayors out making public statements claiming that they still expect to the police to provide all their services to all parts of the city, but they're doing nothing to let them actually do that job. Uh, how many more lives are we going to see lost as a result of this lawless area taking place, and what needs to be done in regards to the so-called leadership there? Well, Tim, even though you've never met me face-to-face, I think you have a pretty good idea of what I think needs to be done, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they need to roll in there as hard as possible and as mean as possible, kick dragon, take names, leave no prisoners, because um, the physical aspects have already begun, and once the first punches thrown, all bets are off until there is a clear and cut winner. And it's an, I don't mean to laugh, but it is an irony. Here are these people, they went to Nutsville, they rioted because a black man was killed, right? And in the population of the very people who went to Nutsville and rioted because a black man was killed, turn around and are part of the people that killed another black man. I mean, these people... This is why it's got to be done in a hard manner. They got to go in there like the police did in 1968 in Chicago when they tried to have a big riot at the Democrat uh, convention and the Chicago police did their thing. And so this is what needs to happen. I understand because of the, the, the political climate we have today, millions and millions of Americans are st- – Oh, Tim, I, you know, when something is so stupid, you can't explain it. You know what happened, but you still can't explain it because it's below your ability to comprehend. I mean, I understand when people say, well, you know, Ron, it's uh, I, I just can't figure out that geometry uh, or calculus. You kind of understand that. But when something is so stupid, it goes below human comprehension as well. So you can have something that's way above and then something that's so far below human comprehension is just like, it just ends up being just, uh, because millions and millions of American people are sold out. Well, the thugs should not fear the police. The antifog people, antifog Antifa people, well, they're thugs too. All of these leftist groups and leftist individuals who are thugs should not fear the police. If the police goes hard after somebody, oh, bad, 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 bad. But when people from the left, these knuckle-draggers go hard and they kill somebody, they take part of a town, eh, people, you know, they're a little upset, but eh, whatever, meh, as they say. But in my humble opinion, my very humble opinion, they got to roll hard. They got to come in there. And I think in order to sometimes in order to change public opinion, you just have to say, screw it, Katie, bar to the door and just do what you got to do. And then after people see the results, then they say, oh, because you've got to put the fear back of God back in into these thugs against the police officers. You have to. 
when I grow up, grew up, even though I never committed a crime like that or anything, when I saw the police, there was a, a feeling of, mm, okay, straighten up a little bit. But I was like that when I saw my dad. I was like that when I saw my minister. I was like that when I saw my teachers. Why? Because these were all symbols of authority. Get my point here? It's not about fearing them because, oh, I'm afraid of the police because they're racist. No, uh-uh. It's because they, they represent a bulwark against evil, as my own father did, as the police did in my life. And does that make any sense to you, or am I just... Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely, Ron. In fact, I wish I could have... Uh could have phrased it the same way when I was trying to uh, explain it something similar not too long ago. You're absolutely right. It's not about fearing them at all. It's about understanding that these people represent uh, imageries that we should be striving to uphold. They are the balance between good and evil, and uh, they should be on the correct side of that, which of course you and I uh, have a lot of conversations about a lot of our ministers these days not necessarily being <laughs> on the right side of that thought. But that aside, they are still symbols of exactly that. So yeah, you not only are making a lot of sense, but you're making the kind of messaging I wish more people were and more people were listening to, because absolutely. But you, know, you, you alluded to the fact that these people were protesting this. But let's not pretend it's not the first thing that they've been against that they immediately started doing once they had control of this little area. I mean, as soon as they could, they were building walls. As soon as they could, they needed to see people's IDs. As soon as they could, they were armed on the outsides of their border. Um, you know, I. I think we should all be calling them Orange Man Bad, just so they understand <laughs> in their own language. Uh, it might help to have their heads explode. I don't know, but at least they would understand what they were doing then, maybe. Because like you said, it, it is really hard to imagine, not because we're not capable of understanding things, but because it is kind of like Einstein and high school math. Some things are so below the human conscious level that you come to realize you're dealing with just instinctive action of animals that aren't thinking. And I don't like using that kind of terminology when dealing with people because I have higher expectations of people. But when they behave as such, you end up having to treat them as such. And yeah, that, there's just no two ways about that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, man, because I'm just thinking of conversations that I've had with people uh, from locales like Detroit and the east side of Cleveland, um, east St. Louis, uh, south side of Chicago, Los Angeles, Baltimore. I mean, these, these lunatic places where people are bred, born and bred, pains in the backside of society. And, uh, you know, and they're the white ones, too, um, that are just as bad now because of government schools. And um, where are we going to go, Tim? I just um, – I, I, I know it sounds when I describe things that it's hopeless, but you may think I'm a little uh, Pollyannish, but I still believe that we're going to win. I, I, I really do. I can't – despite how much crap the enemy just throws at me, this, 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 this stuff to try to discourage me and, uh, and discourage my fellow Americans – I happen to believe that as bad and as bleak as it looks, 
I keep seeing the sunshine of victory. I, I really do. And I think we're going to get through this uh, with if and I and I and I don't mean to flip roles here, but I would love to hear your take on the situation with Israel, because on the 24th, Wednesday, Donald Trump is going to make the final decision as to whether to allow the Palestinian pigs to take part of ironically they don't eat pig but they're acting like pigs they want to horn in and take over part of jerusalem or another part of israel and that's not supposed to happen a united states should not be a part of that decision let other nations make that decision if they're that stupid but it will, will hurt the united states if they do what say you well i say it's not part of any other nation's uh, decision either Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. If Israel wants to cede part of that in some effort to maintain peace with neighbors who have no interest in it, then that's their call, and I think it's a mistake on their part. But uh, that's for them to decide. It is a internal Israeli matter, and I'm also uh, in complete agreement with you when it comes to the fact that we are in a covenant with the nation of Israel. We helped to create the current geographical existence of that nation uh, as the World War II ended and the Balfour Agreement was assigned. And there's plenty of uh, scholarly and political discussions and debates that can be had about the motivations and uh, everything involving Balfour. But at the end of the day, we have a commitment to that area, and it's not just a promise to those people. We entered into a covenant, and it's a covenant that we will either be blessed by God for maintaining or be cursed by God if we falter. And if you don't believe in God, uh, then first of all, I'm sorry, and uh, I would would invite you to uh, open a Bible sometime and uh, take another look at it just just so you got a reasonable shot here. I'm not going to proselytize from behind this microphone, but uh, I would highly recommend you give it another thought. But beyond that, it's insanity to think that we should have any say in that matter. We should be uh, supporting Israel uh, in every facet that we can, and we should actually be supporting the people that have claimed the moniker of Palestinian, uh, not necessarily rightfully so, because there is no Palestine. I don't see it on a map anywhere. Uh, Palestine hasn't existed for a nation in an extremely long time, and the people that are in that region are all descended from exiles from Jordan. Uh, yeah. It's something we we actually both talk about more often than uh, – well, just about anybody else I listen to, and it would be nice if more people shared that information. But, oh, it's just too PC not to. Uh, we, we can't take that risk. Well, sorry for being a truth teller. Um, they've got no business having any claim to it. They're there. They need to understand that Israel has – and more important, the rest of the world needs to understand that Israel has bent over backwards seeking peace with all of their Arab neighbors. And everything they're willing to do, it's never enough, and at some point, enough has to be enough, and Israel just needs to go about its business, and those who want to attack her uh, need to say her the same fate that those who want to attack America, and that is harsh repercussions of a military uh, intent if necessary. And that's pretty much how I feel about that, Ron. (laughs) Amen, amen, and uh, it should be considered suicide if they attack either the United States or, or Israel. And so uh, I'm in a, we're in a complete agreement on that one, sir. 
All right. Well, we are at about the uh, halfway point of this hour, which is where I usually take a little break and do uh, something that you're familiar with, uh, the Ron Edwards Notebook, uh, and uh, a few other things. I understood that you might have had to leave at this point, though, so uh, understandable. Father's Day, family things possibly going on. Uh, are you going to be able to stay with us the remainder of the hour, or do you need to go right now? Because if you do, I want you to have a chance to tell everybody where to find you. Well, actually, I have permission to stay, so um, I, I can hang out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's important to make sure because uh, – yes. yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, happy wife and all that. All right. Well, stay with me then, and we will do all that on the other side of this break. So uh, thank you much, sir. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, those of you who are listening live and those of you listening to the replay, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this very brief break. For years, I have accurately proclaimed on pages from the Edwards Notebook Commentary that government schools at all levels are the number one enemy of our republic. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. The extreme leftist-leaning University of Michigan continues to strongly oppose restrictions on Chinese students and researchers in the United States announced by President Trump because a huge number of Chinese students have for decades stolen both technical and medical research data and funneled it back to communist Chinese government and research personnel. University of Michigan leaders have said that the president's restrictions have led to understandable worry. <laughs> On the other hand, President Trump's proclamation issued May 29th cautioned against massive entry of certain students and researchers as potentially detrimental to U.S. interests. I want to personally add that leftist universities like the University of Michigan are absolutely detrimental to U.S. interests. And like all leftist institutions, whether academia, media, or wherever, pose a clear and present danger to our republic that we, the people, must overcome. I'm Rod Edwards. Check out TheRodEdwards.com for news updates and other great stuff. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Rod. This is Dan Perkins with your Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans, Tip of the Day. In this period of sequester of millions of Americans, including veterans, health care is even more important. The Department of Veterans Affairs video 
Video Connect mobile application enables you to connect with the virtual medical room. In the virtual medical room, you can participate in a video healthcare visit. A hands-on physician examination is not required. You access your provider on a scheduled date and time, just like a face-to-face visit at the clinic examining room. So here's your veteran's tip of the day. Get enrolled in the VA healthcare system. Have an email account where the link to the virtual medical room can be sent. For more information about this important service, go to va.gov, search for VA Video Connect Service. Quality healthcare is just a click away. This has been your Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day. America the Beautiful is now wearing the stars of stupidity and lunacy. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. My dad told me long ago that the government is a reflection of the people. As usual, dad was right again. As we observed the destruction of a great American city downtowns and neighborhoods because people that never met police brutality victim George Floyd used that as an excuse to turn Cleveland's Euclid Avenue and much of Los Angeles and countless other cities into varying degrees of rubble. It is both stupidity and lunacy that fueled the flames of those horrendous nights of looting, burning businesses, and I guess in memory of Mr. Floyd, beating up old ladies and ganging up on men walking alone and beating them to a pulp. In Philadelphia, police officers, a symbol of authority, were forced by a tribalistic mob of Cretans to take a knee. Many mayors and some governors only sought to show allegiance to the cause of those who destroyed our cities and murdered people while showing no regard for the law-abiding people who are still dealing with the results of utter stupidity and lunacy. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back after that very brief break. You may notice I'm uh, making them shorter than I have been. Haven't heard any of the voter apathy projects in a while. Well, first of all, I've been a little lazy, haven't made any, uh, mostly because it seems like there's plenty of voter apathy, uh, not much reason to push the project right now. But with the return of the Trump rally, something tells me that's going to change. So be looking for new ones soon. Uh, No promises exactly when. I still have a backload of things I'm trying to get to and haven't been able to because of, you know, non-radio related things I've had to do. Yeah, life is life. What are you going to do? But in the meanwhile, while we're talking about life, sometimes the biggest thing that you need to do is to clean things up, clean up your own messes. Sometimes you have to try to help somebody else clean up their messes. And what helps clean up a mess? Well, being clean to start with. And one of the best ways to do that is by checking out the products available over at Hero Soap. How's that for a segue? <laughs> okay, so uh, for those of you who still haven't followed the link that you can right here at today's show description or over at tapintothetruth.com, that's T-A-P-P, intothetruth.com, and uh, checked out what's available, uh, let me tell you why you should. Okay, first and foremost, Hero Soap is a veteran-owned company that's literally hand-making the soap right there in their facilities in Arizona. They source their ingredients and their merchandise, by the way, from American companies. 
and uh, they also donate to charities, charities that focus on helping first responders, that uh, focus on helping police officers, that focus on helping our veterans. You know, as far as I can tell, they're pretty much the most America first company that I know of. If that matters to you, and believe me, it should, then it's certainly worth checking out what they have available. Uh, their soap comes in resealable packages that makes it easy to take it on the go, keep your uh, your stuff clean and, and viable and mobile, You know, whether you're going camping or whether you're going on a business trip or maybe you just have some people that you share a bathroom with that have a tendency to hit water in places that they shouldn't, like, uh, I don't know, say you have a teenage daughter, for example. Not saying who that might be, but uh, at any rate, it's well worth checking out. Please follow the links that uh, are here and available because that's how they know I sent you. Great company, uh, great Americans doing great American things. Entrepreneurship's a wonderful thing. So check out Hero Soap and follow those links. And uh, what do you say we get back to the show now? I, I think I've done enough of trying to, to fumble and mumble and uh, try to sell you something too. So let's get back to things. Uh, Ron, first of all, thank you so much again for uh, joining us today. It is Father's Day. For those that are hearing the replay a little later, time of the live broadcast is, uh, of course, Sunday, June 21st. It's 2020, and uh, it is Father's Day. So those of you hearing the rebroadcast, hope all of you had a great Father's Day. Uh, wishing a happy Father's Day to everybody listening live. And uh, before we jump into that next topic, Ron, please, please tell everybody where they can find your work. Oh, thank you, Tim. Well, you can find my work, uh, <clears throat> if you were listening, just an hour ago. You could have heard uh, some of my work uh, on this station every Sunday at uh, 2 p.m., that's Eastern Time, uh, the Ron Edwards American Experience. Uh, we do it again uh, we've, on Fridays at 2 p.m. right here. And also you can hear the Ron Edwards Experience uh, Encore Edition weekends on uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on KCKQ, 1180 a.m. in Reno, Nevada, and also at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific Time in, Re- in Reno, Nevada, and throughout uh, Nevada on the Nevada Talk radio network and uh, for more information on where you can find the Edwards notebook and the Ron Edwards American experience please tune in to uh, go over to uh, the Ron Edwards.com and you'll find some very uh, in- interesting information over there on other things as well and for your best interest also check out my columns at America out loud as well as on news with views and I'll stop right there <laughs> all right <laughs> because the list does go on and we could fill up the page. But uh, okay, that, that seems like a, enough for a starter pack for anybody that hasn't followed my recommendations and checked it out already. Good places to start. Okay, Ron, uh, let's let's look back at this past week and, and take a peek at what the Supreme Court has done because like I said, I definitely want to discuss some of these things. So we'll start with the one that came on Tuesday, where Justice Gorsuch, uh, a bit of a surprise to me, was the one that uh, split and joined the leftist judges in basically trying to reassign what uh, the language of discrimination means and what is protected uh, previously, kind of opening the door to the ending of uh, Title IX, actually. Uh, You you have uh, this opportunity where Previously, we've tried to protect uh, 
women from being discriminated against, uh, it's particularly in sports. Uh, this new ruling basically says that by virtue of redefining what's protected and how sexual orientation and sexual identity plays a part too, that legally we're no longer allowed to look at what the biology is. We can only look at how people identify. Uh, that seems like madness to me. I, I think it's a foolish argument at its face, and I think the argument that Gorsuch made uh, in coming down this way was a stretch in logic and reason and an extremely narrow interpretation of what the legal language reads as opposed to what the intention was. Of course, having said all that, I'm asking you what your thoughts are. Well, Mr. Gorsuch is a piece of work. Uh, I think this is another slap at Trump, an embarrassment to Trump. Uh, at least that's what he's trying to do. It turns out that he's a very liberal individual. He comes from a very liberal town, and uh, maybe we should have been a little wiser. He, In fact, Trump was uh, advised to pick someone else who was known to be even more conservative and more Christian in their leanings, but uh, Trump decided to go with that guy. And uh, for, for a season, we thought he was a pretty good guy. But uh, the true colors of Gorsuch are, are, are what you see now. And, and so it is foolish. Um, talk about a stretch. Uh, you know, I could, if you're going by that logic, I could come out and say, you know what? I'm all of them. I am all of them together. I have homosexual arms. I have, tra I have tranny legs. My middle section, my thorax, is all of the above. I have a heterosexual face and amphibian feet. I could just choose to be amphibian. I mean, how? I mean, crazy is what crazy does, man. It, it's just what it is, and it just 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 gets just worse and worse and worse. And for somebody of that intelligence level to go ahead and rule in such a matter, you know this is just a dig at Trump. You know this is a dig at Christians. You know this is a dig at American heritage. And Gorsuch knows, he personally understands that a nation that stands on such principles is basically helping to commit suicide for that nation. Because once you go off the rails in, in such a manner, Everything else can just spin out of control because there is no common sense, concrete thinking. Talk about a house on sand, and uh, you're just—it's um, it, it, just for an utter collapse in human identity, in the formation of families, in the formation or the continuation of a structured society where you have common barriers, where you have common. Um, beliefs that are stable. I mean, this is, and he's a part of that now, Gorsuch. And I, and he's another one, because I know he knows better than that. I have no respect for him. See, I have, I have more respect for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, because she is carrying out what she was taught. Gorsuch knows better. And so even though he grew up in a, in a liberal area, his family is Christian, and so therefore he understands the right and wrong of, this, all, all, of all of this matter. And so he's been convinced, like uh, Mr. Um, pedophile supporter, um, who's the other guy, John Roberts, 
and that'll come out too. Um, you know, these people know better, and for them to 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 rule in this matter, just to em- manner rather to em- em- embarrass Trump, right. it's not gonna. It's not gonna. They think they're hurting Trump, and that that uh, the globalist pigs are gonna have their way. But I'm telling you, they are setting themselves up for a big embarrassment. And the American people, a lot more than you may even believe at this juncture, or even that I would believe at this juncture, are going to turn against this stuff. And it's going to, it's going to slap back. They, they will be Hamanized, sir. And you know the, the story of Haman. Yes, sir. Well, you know, you, you kind of alluded a little bit to this other uh, case as well. But, you know, I would like to make the point, too, that I, I don't even know that it's necessarily in this instance uh, mm-hmm. intended to even be a slap at Trump, although I think they get that added bonus. I think the intention uh-huh. is to be an activist, to be a judicial activist, to push forward their view of the social fabric of this country. It, it was clearly an instance of social activism mm-hmm. uh, trumping constitutional law or Trumping any law as far as that goes, and we saw that illustrated even more so on the uh, the Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Decision that was released on Wednesday regarding the executive orders that created the DACA program. The very fact that they refused to even acknowledge whether or not there was a question about the constitutionality of Barack Obama's so-called executive order, because I still question if he was ever operating as the executive, but uh, his uh, so-called executive order, which you know, of course actually he liked referring to them as executive actions. Because he thought somehow the use of a different word would confuse uh, those people who kept bringing up the definition of an executive order. Uh, Spoiler alert, folks, they're the same thing. But it was completely unconstitutional from the beginning. Nobody withstanding uh, bothered to try and challenge it, and now Donald Trump was trying to end this program by – use of executive order. Clearly, we have a situation where other past chief executives have had that power because all an executive order is really intended to be is a memo to his subordinates as to how you conduct the business that you have been charged to do. These are the tasks you have. This is your job. This is my policy. Follow through and follow the law. And We've never seen a case before where we've had executive orders challenged like this, and the fact that it was allowed to be challenged in the first place tells you where a majority of these judges are. But for Chief Justice Roberts to to 
also join in on the fact that they were afraid to even ask whether or not this executive order was constitutional or not in looking at their ruling tells you all that you need to know. I'm very happy that the Trump administration is refiling and trying to now officially comply with the Administrative Act, which, again, by the letter of the law, should not apply to this because it's really not something that should have ever been permitted to be created in the first place. Amen. I mean you're, you're, you're totally correct. And I agree with everything you just said, but I still stand by what I said, that it was also a big slap at Donald Trump. And the reason why I say that, because he's one of the few that has been openly, loudly um, going you know, in this direction. I mean, it, it wasn't um, it wasn't Mitch McConnell uh, <laughs> and it wasn't the majority of Republicans. And he's been the one that has been 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 championing championing the, this this cause, and therefore I, I I do think it's a personal slap at him as well. Uh, but what you said is uh, very very important and very true as well. So I think we're both right. We're both right. Well, yeah, I completely agree that the whole ruling in regards in regards it helps if I actually used the proper word uh, <laughs> in regards to. The executive order, but that is nothing but orange man bad slap in the face to Donald Trump. They don't care about the damage that's being doing, done to the country in respect to this. But what should be telling is they're also tipping their hat to the American public that here you have a case of five Supreme Court justices who, by definition, their only role they serve in our government is to determine whether or not actions taken by the legislative branch and the executive branch are in compliance with the Constitution. Five of these people, a majority, don't actually care about the Constitution. They care more about their feelings. That should be enough to demand immediate change. It's just it's, that simple. Oh, yeah, and, and it should be that simple, and there, the changes should be made. And I've been advocating for years, uh, maybe not enough, but anyone who does not – who's in government, whatever branch, does not operate according to the confines of the Constitution – they should be uh, eligible to be immediately booted out, just like at our jobs or whatever. If we do not carry out the 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 the, uh, the dictates of our job and carry out uh, the the will of the company that we work for, guess what? We get ex we get escorted out of the building. And I think that should be the case for government officials. They should not be the elites that are now. Uh, they vote themselves. They don't get permission from the people, but they vote themselves this protection where they are um, immune, immunity. They're immune from any prosecution for not going along with the Constitution. That's like saying, well, you know what? I'm immune from driver safety laws because I choose to be. I'm immune from being uh, locked up for robbing a bank. Although if I'm in Antifa, I probably could rob a bank and get away with it. They'd, they'd stand there and watch me, um, or at least with Black Lives Matter. But 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 uh, seriously, Tim, I, I think the American people need to wake up out of their stupor, and we really need to force the issue according to the Constitution because that is the governmental law of the land. And uh, we need to figure out a way to force our government officials to act accordingly and to remind them 
that technically, as long as we're moral, we are the straw. We, the people, are the straw that stirs the drink, not the government. The government is supposed to be, straw the, uh, is to be the straw that stirs the, the drink on an international basis. And as far as our protection, but when it comes to the operation of this country, they're supposed to be doing our will, and we're supposed to not be stupid idiots that allow them to get away with such unconstitutional behavior. Sadly, though, Ron, we're living in an age where uh, a lot of citizens, especially now a large voting block, uh, or at least of voting age, I still don't think very many of them show up to the polls just yet. Uh, hopefully that doesn't change anytime soon. But they're not even aware of what the Constitution actually says, and they're taking the word of people like Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo as far oh. as what is and isn't right. Uh, or even worse, maybe they're getting their information from Comedy Central. Uh, so <laughs> what is it uh, that we have to do? I mean clearly, it's not enough to just get back to our constitutional confinements. People need to understand that the Constitution was put there in order to protect us from the kind of stuff that these folks are doing right now. And it's only going to get worse. But what happens when somebody like yourself or me sounds that alarm? What happens when uh, we're out here and we're like, okay, uh, this executive order that Donald Trump signed uh, involving uh, police reform, uh, there was some positive aspects to it, but there were a few too many things that looked way too close to taking steps towards nationalizing the police force. That's a bad thing. That should be a red flag. That should be red alert. Why is it so hard for us to break through into that messaging now when people are seeing for themselves the results? Shouldn't we be gaining more traction? We should be, but there's such there's 24-7 conditioning, yeah. whether it's the media. And, and if it wasn't I'll, – I'll be honest with you, uh, Tim. If it wasn't for the education that I did receive, if it wasn't for the dad that I had – who knows? Oh, but by the grace of God, there go I. Maybe I would have been one of those brainwashed idiots too. See, that's why I'm saying we have to get back to those fundamentals. We've got to get back to teaching children and, 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 and other folks about the Constitution and the confines that the government should be, be reined in uh, with. Um, that's why if you recall, if you read back, if you go and, and, and look at what happened during the – um, bastardized rights movement. I've seen some of the old videos, and guys are running around saying, "I want my constitutional rights. I want them right now." And I'm thinking, "Holy mackerel! No wonder they got we've we've all gotten screwed around." Lyndon Johnson and the boys said, "Okay, all right, you want constitutional rights? You got it because the Constitution is is what it corrals you." And they flipped it. Then the government took all the Bill of Rights and became uh, what it is today and grew way beyond the boundaries of the Constitution while we the people were corralled in and subdued, and here we are today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ron, as is always the case, just about mm -hmm. the time we really get going, uh, it's time to say goodbye. Uh, we, we have blown through the majority of this hour, and I want to thank you again for uh, not only coming here straight away from having uh, done your own show, which is always uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of fun. You know, It's like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm trying to get ready for this. Oh, yeah, more work, <laughs> but also giving up. <laughs> 
uh, a part of your uh, Father's Day with me too. I appreciate it. The listeners appreciate it. I'm sure. Thank you so much for being here, sir. Keep up, keep up all the good work. Uh, don't get downtrodden. I know this is not a pep speech. I have to give to you. It's more for the listeners. Uh, don't uh, get downtrodden or downhearted. Uh, you are not alone out there. We are in this together. We love this republic, and we're going to keep fighting for it. For as long as there is breath in our lungs and blood beating through our hearts, Ron, thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to our next uh, session when we get back together again. Me too. I look forward to it, and I thank you for all that you're doing, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. You do do what do it very well, and um, you know we're blessed to have you out there, Tim. And uh, keep growing, and keep kicking, dragging, and taking names. Thank you, sir, ladies and gentlemen. That is, of course, the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience, as well as the purveyor of the Edwards Notebook, Mr. Ron Edwards. And uh, we're going to have to do that little thing where we uh, kind of break the show up in half now uh, for the folks that rebroadcast an hour at a time. So for those of you that are listening live uh, uh, over at WCET-FM, I want to say hey to Casey hanging out in that chat room. I want to say hey to Chief hanging out in this chat room. And I want to tell each and every one of you, uh, whether you're listening at KYAH or KDIL or KOII or, of course, at WCET, remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely Definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort and more importantly to use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. In the meanwhile, in these times, probably more so than ever, please be safe, stay healthy, and uh, be smart. Even if that kind of goes against your nature. Uh, Those of you live will be right back next. Uh, Those of you listening to the rebroadcast, tune in again tomorrow for hour number two. We built upon a sign of dreams like nothing else the world has seen. We built the promise on a dream. We built the promise we 13. We crossed the land bridge across the ocean a long, long time ago. We tracked the herds here. We followed fortune on the glacial ice and snow. We came as sailors. Searching for adventure We came in from the east We crossed the ocean followed fortune And our numbers, they increased Before the people stepped out to the shore Two-thirds of the first ones to die Cause along with the traitors They brought new disease
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broadcast of Tap into the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats and uh, a few new ones too. Uh, I'll make a list of them at the website sometime if you if you're concerned about them. Uh, in the meanwhile, uh, 
<laughs> With you as always, I am your ever so humble host and mostly peaceful to uh, Tim Chap, uh, coming to you live from historic Roan County, Tennessee, and glad to have each and every one of you here. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, those of you who are here live and folks I know for sure that are hanging out in the chat rooms, uh, we do have the larger-than-usual live audience as the full two-hour broadcast is simulcast on WCET on Sunday. So uh, that means Casey, who's hanging out in the WCET-FM chat room, uh, is listening live. Thank you so much, Casey. If anybody else is joined, I'm sure Cajun will let me know. Uh, we've got Chief hanging out as well. Uh, over at the BTR chat room, uh, Chief, of course, is the host of a great program in its own right. It's called Simple Facts of Life, and uh, I, I can't recommend it highly enough because he is masterful, masterful at uh, taking a uh, current news uh, topic or a historical event or sometimes something that's transpiring within the entertainment industry and he will utilize that as a easily understood layman's term example of one of those very simple facts of life and he lays it out and the connections are always excellent sometimes it's very easy to see where he's going and sometimes it's like going here going here where is he going with this and then bam there it is but it's always great always great well worth your time. Check out uh, – go to blogtalkradio.com. Once you're there, there, you'll see a little search bar at the top. You can put in simple facts of life. Uh, once you've done that search, you can scroll down a little bit. Uh, it may want to direct you to one of the uh, shows individually before uh, you get to where the show page is. And you can't go wrong listening to one of them though, so you can click there, and then you can just hit the show's title from that, and it will take you to the show page, and from there you can go through the entirety of the archives. Or if you're so inclined, you can join him live on Tuesdays. He's getting started usually on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. You, of course, can adjust to your time zone accordingly. I want to give some shout-outs to a few other folks too as I normally do at this time. Uh, obviously… Annie Ubellis, host of Southern Sense Talk Radio. Go to southern-sense.com. From there, you can choose how you prefer to listen to Annie's show, plus you get to know everything else that Annie has got going on. Uh, you also should be checking out the Don Smith Show. Uh, Don Smith is one of those uh, very, very smooth professionals radio hosts, and he is phenomenal at what he does. Uh, at the Don Smith Show, it is okay. To be a conservative. You can find him at Blog Talk Radio as well. Just follow the same instructions I gave you for Chief Show, Simple Facts of Life, only instead of Simple Facts of Life, put in The Don Smith Show, and it'll work exactly the same. Um, everybody over at Global Patriot Radio Network, you can find them at BTR as well. Again, follow the same instructions. Or if you're looking for something a little uh, more along the lines of Ron Edwards, well, then guess what? You can check out Ron Edwards stuff over at theronedwards.com. Uh, let me also recommend uh, Rod Eccles. Uh, RodEccles.net is the place you want to go for that. And uh, you know what? There's still a bunch of other folks I, I haven't mentioned. Uh, I haven't mentioned Suzette. Check out Suzette Live over at Spreaker. Uh, go to Spreaker.com, and from there, just uh, put in the search bar Suzette Live. Uh, that works about 98% of the time. 
there's been a couple of times I've done that and it just didn't want to work properly, but it should work. It should get you there. <laughs> anyway, there's enough of that business. <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. Too much stuff going on in the world for me to continue on with those pleasantries. Time of the live broadcast. For those of you that are listening to the rebroadcast on great stations across this country, great stations like KYAH 540 AM, Utah's Talk Authority, great stations like WCETFM uh, that you can hear still at uh, 101.7 FM in Columbia, South Carolina, or worldwide via WCETFM.com. Plus, they've recently launched the app over at WCET, so uh, go download that app. Uh, and let's see, where else can you hear their broadcasting? I know you can still hear their broadcasting uh, at the tunein.com platform, uh, talk live stream, I think it is, a bunch of other places. Uh, being told now, oh, uh, being told now in the chat room, Chief is sharing the fact that Suzette can be found on Ideas Are Bulletproof. Ideas Are Bulletproof. I need to remember that too. I've always just put in Suzette Live, and that usually works for me. It's easier for me to remember. But, and I don't know why, because Ideas or Bulletproof Network is exactly what pops up every time you start listening. Um, we've got uh, Arizona Anti Hero, who's joined us in the WCET chat room. Uh, glad to have you here as well, sir. Well, sir, or madam. I'm assuming hero is a sir, but uh, rather than heroin. But you know what? Today's language, I shouldn't make any assumptions, should I? Anyway, regardless of that, with no assumptions implied, Arizona Antihero, welcome to the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, also mentioned the fact that uh, KDIL 105.7 FM, Kennewick, Washington, is part of the rebroadcast Tap It to the Truth family, as well as KOII 94.5 FM in Flagstaff, Arizona. These folks are out here risking their very ability to broadcast – to bring you shows like this one because there is a committed force out there trying to censor even somebody as milquetoast as me. I'm not particularly controversial most of the time, but according to the left, I am. You know, I'm not a bomb thrower, but according to the left, I'm a violent, hateful bigot because I occasionally I pop their little imagination bubble with a, a little bit of truth kind of hurts their feelings, makes them mad. And like I had mentioned recently, I had one station manager that uh, in inconsistently, I'll say, carries this to rebroadcast as well. I don't mention them on air because they don't really have a regular time slot that they do it. Uh, they use this show as filler uh, when things pop up. And then the current uh, station manager is uh, – Waiting for an opportunity to slide it into a regular spot, but right now the way the sales and uh, the way the previous programming agreements and contracts are played out, that's not been available. Well, they've been receiving threats as of late, and evidently that stepped up quite a bit this past week. And they gave them a list of four shows that they want removed from the airwaves permanently or they're going to step up their protests against the station and their efforts to get sponsors to boycott. And this show was on that list of four shows. All these independent radio stations, all of these radio stations that uh, 
are out here trying to to push back against censorship, trying to make sure that you get to hear the truth. They need your support. You know, I get on here and I try to sell you some hero soap or some uh, uh, food kits from my Patriot Supply or uh, some uh, some super coolers from uh, Blue Cooler or uh, you know some coffee from Coa Coffee and, and and all these other uh, partners that I'm trying to. Uh, to develop this relationship with by sending some of you their way and then getting a small commission in return. It's it's a good deal when you guys follow through, but I do these things because I need to be able to monetize what I'm doing here to keep it self-sufficient. I learned this due to my COVID-19 layoff that thankfully didn't last long. I worked in an area that was considered – that was deemed to be essential. But the company itself had difficulty getting the uh, the PPP loans squared away early on, and it got to a point where in an, in an effort to preserve the company in order to maintain available cash flow, they had to do a short-term COVID-19 layoff. I learned through that layoff that unfortunately… Something like this would occur again, and this show might very well have to go into a long-term hiatus. And right now, there are too many people out there expecting to hear this broadcast, too many people that I don't want to let down. There are too many people like the fine folks at the radio stations I just mentioned and the one that I'm not mentioning, again, because I don't want to draw any more undue attention to them than what they already have going on, that also – are in great need of your support, and it's all because they take that horrific, horrific step of trying to share truth with you, of trying to help other people, other hosts like myself, and then hosts that aren't nothing at all like me other than the fact that they host a show, trying to silence them. And these radio stations take the step of trying to make sure that they have a voice and that you as a listener have a choice to listen to what you want to hear instead of being told by some corporate entity what you're allowed to hear. They're trying to make sure that you still live in America. American radio, American talk radio in particular, conservative talk radio, and I will even dub, uh, dub I will even include Paranormal radio shows are also under extreme attack from those who think they know better than you do about what you should be exposed to, what thoughts you should be allowed to have, and it is a ridiculous circumstance. We now are quite literally facing a radio-free America within our borders. Every one of these stations that carries this show… And several that don't carry the show but carry shows not that dissimilar from this one are facing the same thing. So if you're out there listening right now to WCET or if you're listening to KYAH or, of course, KDIL, KOII, or if you hear this being broadcast from any other uh, location that is an actual broadcasting terrestrial radio station or if they're strictly an internet radio station… First, let them know you are with them. Okay, Let them know. If you can't make a financial contribution, if you simply aren't capable of doing that, then send them an email of encouragement. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Send them an email of encouragement, and while you're at it, let them know which shows you like so that they know what programming that they need to load up on, so that they know what is getting your attention and keeping your attention and what is really striking a chord with you. Let them know. If it's this show, then tell them, hey, I want more tap into the truth. If it's Ron Edwards, let them know, hey, I'm really digging that Ron Edwards guy. Put him on more. Because even if they can't open up more blocks for our programs, they've got a pretty good idea of what other kinds of programs you're likely to respond to. But you know what else? Even more importantly, if you can afford to make a small financial contribution, please do. Please do. These folks are needing it, and they're fighting the good fight, and it costs money to do that fight. It costs money to run a website. It costs money to just do what I'm doing right here. We all could use your help. <laughs> but you know what? We're all in this fight, and we're going to keep fighting it as long as we can. And sometimes the only thing we really need is that little piece of encouragement. So please, please. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At the very least, send those emails. Let them know that you're there. You're listening. And that you're loving what we do. Okay. With all that having been said, I suppose I should probably actually get back to the point of, you know, Doing a show. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, it really does. It's been driving the point home here recently more so than in a very long time how vitally important just being able to do these things. I mean, if I am allocated back to just my website and podcast uh, platforms, if the terrestrial radio stations had to stop, I can keep going a little bit longer. But there's a lot of great hosts that you're not going to get to hear from anymore. These stations, they need that support. So enough said. Now, because I've spent so much time discussing that, I'm probably going to have to shortchange one of these two topics upcoming. And I've got a pretty good idea which one I'm going to shortchange. But initially, I thought that would allow me an opportunity to cover some more conversational topics, but uh, you know, me and my big mouth, I get started. I can't help myself. Sometimes I think that's why the people that listen to the show keep coming back to it because they can clearly tell, hey, I'm not some pompous jerk who thinks he's a journalist, not some guy who thinks I just know so much more than everybody. I'm just a regular guy who got tired of the crap and said, hey, you know what? Put me behind a microphone. More often than not, this to me is a, a form of therapy. I get to get things off my chest, but at the same time, I know for a lot of you folks that you get to hear the fact that you're not alone. 
there's somebody else out there that thinks the way you do about a lot of stuff and occasionally uh, you disagree with, but you don't disagree with so much that you're like, hey, all right, you know what? I, I think he's wrong on that one, but uh, I at least uh, respect where he's coming from with why he's wrong. And I, we're missing a lot of that today. So you know, that is that is the key to the listenership. That is how the show has managed to grow in the the way that it has. I don't put on airs. I'm just uh, just a reasonably intelligent guy from East Tennessee. Reasonably intelligent guy who studied biology, who works in quality control and assurance. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a guy who's read some history. Along with a lot of fiction as well. I love reading fiction when the time has presented itself. In fact, I just recently started a new fiction book, and it's tough. You know how hard it is to read something when you got like six different things on your current read list, and you're still trying to write stuff in the meanwhile? I need at least six more hours added to each day. I do. If anybody out there can make that happen. I mean, anyway. A couple of things that I definitely wanted to discuss today. Other than what we talked about back in the first hour with uh, Ron Edwards, is the fact that I, I kind of broached this subject with Ron earlier. But uh, the police union chief in Seattle has really stepped up, uh, really stepped up their criticisms of what's going on there. So Seattle's police union chief is literally begging the city for some leadership. They're begging the city to. Step up and do what they're actually supposed to be doing in the wake of this fatal shooting that occurred inside the city's so-called autonomous zone, uh, formerly Chaz, now referred to as CHOP. Uh, in case you're wondering where CHOP comes from, that stands for Capitol Hill Occupied Protest. They're kind of shied away from being called an autonomous zone because it didn't take them very long after building their little barricades, their little walls, and demanding papers for people coming in. That's, that sound like the opposite of what they were supposed to – anyway, after they did all that, it took them a very short amount of time to figure out that they kind of need the infrastructure that was created by the city of Seattle for them to continue. They are not prepared to be an autonomous zone. They are not prepared to be a city-state into itself, mostly because none of the people involved with this protest has any clue what it takes to actually administrate a city. Sadly for them, they haven't had a very good example either because the city of Seattle hasn't exactly been administrated in a fashion that makes sense to the rest of the country in a very long time. It falls in line with leftist attitudes and leftist political agendas, but not – in line with the actual meat and potatoes of running a major American city. Okay, so the union chief, of course, laid heavily into the city's mayor for ignoring the threat posed by the blocks-wide anarchist demonstration. And the Seattle Times reported uh, this past Saturday that one person was killed and another injured in an early morning shooting that followed a vocal disagreement among protesters. Quoting here, Seattle police homicide and assault detectives were investigating an early morning shooting 
in the Capitol Hill protest zone known as CHOP that left one person dead and another in critical condition. Seattle police said a 19-year-old man was pronounced dead at Harborview Medical Center. A second man suffered life-threatening injuries. Police have not identified uh, the victims. Now, that, of course, has changed between the time of this broadcast and the time that this story was breaking. I'm not going to go into names at this point in time because it is utterly ridiculous that anyone should be in this situation. But the Seattle police were actively prevented from attending to the victim or investigating the crime is where the issue comes in here. They responded to calls of a shooting inside shop. Officers were met by a violent crowd that prevented officers being able to safely access the victims of this criminal activity. There's police body camera footage that's available, and the Seattle Times said, quote, this body camera footage shows a phalanx of armed officers, weapons drawn, being yelled at by protesters, many using profanities and several coming right up to the marching officers. As an officer using a bullhorn says, please move out of the way so we can get to the victim. All we want to do is get to the victim. They had to create this phalanx in order to make it safe for their people to move forward because they were already met with, well, let's, let's diplomatically refer to it as resistance for their entering the zone to try and attend to and investigate the shooting, the shooting in which a young man died. Now, I have yet to hear the details as to whether or not the possibility existed that this young man who died might have been able to have been – saved had regular first responder service been available and unhindered. I think that's an important uh, message that should be uh, blasted on all media, mainstream and otherwise, if that happens to be the case. I think it's an important factor. Now, if this young man, uh, if he was beyond uh, being saved under normal circumstances, it doesn't lessen the fact that uh, first responders weren't permitted to get in here and to uh, do their jobs. It doesn't diminish it in any fashion, but it does make a major point about the loss of life that was needless and only existed because of this chop situation. The mayor of Seattle needs to be reminded quite clearly that this is not – the summer of love. This is not the behaviors and actions of peace-loving individuals. They needed – I repeat, they needed police to respond in this situation, and police weren't the only first responders that they needed in this situation, but they needed the police. But they still met this failing of police and kept them from entering. It took multiple efforts to eventually get to the victims in this case. It is shameful, and it is 
unacceptable and should be unacceptable for the people living in Seattle, that this has been allowed to go on as long as it has, especially seeing that this will not be the last time that something tragic occurs if it's allowed to continue. The city of Seattle needs to take these blocks back under their control. They need to do what is necessary to make that happen. There are citizens that are trapped inside of it that aren't happy about being trapped inside of it. You've left them own devices. Now, ordinarily, I'm the first guy to say, hey, government, leave your citizens alone. But that's under normal circumstances. That's in situations where the citizens of a town and city are able to count on local first responders for their help and able to count on their friends and neighbors to come to their aid when they need to. If you have a few roving bands of armed individuals being led by people that are being characterized from within inside the zone as a warlord, chances are in a city like Seattle that has such poor, poor views on individual gun ownership, it's not likely that your friends and neighbors are in a position to come to your aid. We continue to get conflicting reports about what's actually going on inside and around the zone because the leftist sources of information want to tell us that it's basically just a protest where they're sitting around watching foreign films and reading poetry to one another and several more right-leaning news sources want to tell us that it's Mogadishu. I tend to think it's probably somewhere in between, but the fact that this exists at all and is being allowed to continue represents a major failure on the parts of those who claim to be leaders for the city. Over the past week, longtime residents of what is now called CHOP warned the city that while the area had a party atmosphere during the day, that things often took a violent turn at night. Seattle Police Officers Guild President Michael Sloan addressed the shooting on Fox News on Saturday, blasting the city's mayor for calling CHOP a block party and a summer of love, while ignoring the threat that CHOP's residents posed to locals. Quote here, Early this morning, that violence was raw and real where one of our community members lost their life, and police are still not allowed into that area and were prevented from providing that police service to the area to locate victors and or render aid. And I'm pretty sure that's supposed to have been victims, but there's a typo on the, in the article. Continue saying it's very troubling. What's going on? It's very troubling. Very troubling. Yeah, it's very troubling. It's insane what's being permitted to continue inside this previously referred to autonomous zone, but quickly learned that they're not capable of being autonomous. At some point, steps need to be taken to Restore law and order. But I don't want to upset the protesters. Uh, we want this to end peacefully. We want shut up. Somebody else needs to step up. Somebody else needs to take over. Sadly enough, I actually think that Portland Mayor Tom Wheeler might have been a better 
choice to handle this because where I have been super hyper critical of Tom Wheeler on multiple occasions on this broadcast, and with good reason, I tend to think, he's had a really bad habit of wanting to turn the streets over to Antifa in the past. He had the sense to say uh, no when they tried to set up a similar zone in Portland, but he said, nah, this isn't happening here, boys. I'll just need to go home. Uh, officers, do your duty. Don't let it happen. And they did. He had enough sense to say, he had enough sense to take a look at what was happening in other locations, uh, like in nearby Washington State, where a certain very pro Antifa, very pro Black Lives Matter, very pro Uber leftist. Mayor was all about supporting riots in other cities until the riots came to her city and then affected her home. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden she realized that there is a major difference between peaceful protest and rioting. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Because then she steps up and says, uh, this was domestic terrorism because it came to her house. It got real for her. When this doesn't affect these people individually, they're all about letting it go, aren't they? Yeah, go ahead. Burn down downtown Atlanta. <laughs> we don't live in that area of town. Do what you want. Tear it to pieces. We probably need to redo several parts of that district anyway. This will be our excuse. We'll probably even get federal dollars to do it with. So you just go right ahead. And they don't care. About the people that get hurt in the process. You may not like the response from people that send in armed and armored officers prepared to squash something like this. But you should be learning to appreciate very quickly now that you're seeing this firsthand. Appreciate very quickly that these people are doing it because they do care about what happens to these cities and, more importantly, the people that are living in them. They do care. They want to take the responsibility of providing that protection that they are supposed to be providing. That is the job. <sighs> Excuse me. Got to take that mid-hour break, especially since I'm oh, about three minutes past uh, due for it. You guys don't go anywhere. I'll be right back as soon as I find the uh, find the which uh, find, find the Ron Edwards notebook that I want to start off with, and I have. So you guys stay right where you're at. I'll be right back. Please don't go anywhere. The Founding Fathers were true visionaries who understood the corrupt nature of government. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. 
On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, the founders understood that if Americans did not maintain good moral standards and high-quality education, the republic would devolve into a mobocracy of self-centered elites seeking to rule over and dominate we the people, while at the same time utilizing barbaric mobs of misguided souls who contribute to the elite's goal of instability in order to tighten the grip of government power over we the people. The founders were wary of institutional threats to liberty and the citizen's sovereignty, which included centralized concentrations of power, monarchy, central banks, federal agencies, etc., and the tyranny of corruption unleashed by small-minded, self-interested, greedy grifters who saw all elected officers and positions of government influence as nothing more than means to increase their own private wealth. The greedy grifters of today are only in government to serve their own petty interests while not letting any crisis like Corona China virus or the death of George Floyd go to waste. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. This is Dan Perkins with your Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans, Tip of the Day. In this period of sequester of millions of Americans, including veterans, health care is even more important. The Department of Veterans Affairs video, video Connect mobile application enables you to connect with the virtual medical room. In the virtual medical room, you can participate in a video health care visit. A hands-on physician examination is not required. You access your provider on a scheduled date and time, just like a face-to-face visit at the clinic examining room. So here's your Veterans Tip of the Day. Get enrolled in the VA healthcare system. Have an email account where the link to the virtual medical room can be sent. For more information about this important service, go to va.gov, search for VA Video Connect Service. Quality healthcare is just a click away. This has been your Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day. America, this is Tim Tapp for the Tap into the Truth Voter Apathy Project. Do you believe that calling COVID-19 the Wuhan virus is racist? Do you think that passing laws to prohibit hormone blockers and transgendered surgeries to minors is bigoted? Do you believe that there is no reason whatsoever to question Joe Biden's current mental status? congratulations. You've got what it takes to be part of the Voter Apathy Project. You've already demonstrated that you don't understand the difference between describing where something comes from and racism. You've also demonstrated the fact that you don't understand that protecting children from potential lifelong harm is actually the job of adults. And you've also demonstrated that you've clearly not been paying any attention whatsoever to Joe Biden over the last several months. But then again, who can really blame you? Yes, in fact, if you said yes to any of the questions I just asked you, instead of going to go vote, maybe you should just keep being a lying, dog-faced pony soldier. That's right. This has been Tim Tapp reminding you that if you don't care enough to tap into the truth, 
you should just stay home on election day. Because they invaded another country and annexed a significant portion of it called Crimea. He's saying that it was President Mayer's It's his fault. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go. You know the you know the thing. I have heard and read about people bowing to false gods in order to atone for their wrongful deeds or to avert the wrath of those false gods. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. In recent weeks, white misguided Americans in Houston and elsewhere kneeling and bowing before grumpy Black Lives Matter and Antifa rioters is indicative of the decline of our republic overall. Those demanding misguided to kneel, bow down, and walk around in chains with hot black sweatshirts on with I'm sorry printed on them is not about healing a nation, but rather the humiliation of indoctrinated dolts for the pleasure of Antifa and Black Lives Matter foot soldiers of hatred against our exceptional nation way of life. The tragic George Floyd murder was a trigger that ignited a well-organized, dramatic riot of massive destruction. When people present themselves as Antifa gods demanding that others bow before them and or led about in chains, it is quite apparent that the false religion of stupidity has replaced the Christian Judeo ethic that was the foundation of our beloved republic. Wake up, America, the republic you save, through providential guidance, may be your own. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. Thank you so very much for staying with us through that uh, little bit of a break. I did decide to go ahead and play a voter apathy project because I do kind of miss them when I don't. I don't really think there's a big push for them right now because after all, there's plenty of voter apathy out there. What's what's the point? But like I said back in the first hour, I do tend to think that uh, that's about to change. As we see the uh, reemergence of Donald Trump onto the rally stage, we've already seen the mainstream media push back hard, uh, all upset over the fact that Trump was there, all giddy in a voice of the fact that uh, the numbers didn't materialize the way that uh, Trump and the campaign believed that they would. Uh, evidently, a lot of that had to do with spoofing from the TikTok crowd, at least if you believe what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says about it. And I think there's probably a pretty good uh, chance that that's the case. But I would like to point out that the numbers were still really good, especially considering that you're talking about Tulsa, Oklahoma, that you're talking about the fact that there was a huge – and that's not a knock on Tulsa, by the way, guys. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just saying Tulsa, Oklahoma, great city. But uh, you know, it's it's the uh, it's not as heavily populated uh, as a lot of other cities that Trump rallies take place in. The number of people you would have expected to show up to begin with. It's not a knock on the city. So first of all, it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Then you throw in the fact that they're still legitimate and then over-the-top illegitimate concerns over COVID-19 thanks to the uh, fear porn from the uh, great folks in the mainstream media. And uh, then there were uh, actually sizable amounts of protesters there that might have 
deterred a few folks from entering. So I, I think the numbers were actually pretty good. I do think that when you take a look at the numbers for the folks that watched uh, at online forums uh, and how many people were watching via Facebook Live uh, issuances from news organizations like the Daily Wire and uh, uh, the Daily Caller and uh, Fox News and uh, a bunch of other folks that carried it and posted it. Uh, the majority of social media platforms had folks sharing links to watching it, uh, so there were millions and millions of people that actually watched it. And we may never know the true accounting of the numbers, but just glancing at some of the stats that I've seen, uh, we can account for somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, roughly uh, three and a half million people watched online. So that says – Everything that the folks on the left still need to be afraid of. So let's not get too celebratory just yet, boys and girls. And I'm not the only one trying to warn the left in that matter. But before I tell you about who has joined the chorus of warning the left not to get too cocky, let me once again take a moment to encourage you to visit the fine folks over at Hero Soap. Hero Soap is a great American company. Uh, they are America first as, as far as I, I could tell. They may be the most America first company. How do I know? They're veteran-owned. They source all their materials from companies in the United States, and they source as much of their ingredients as they can directly in the United States. And the ingredients that they can't get here because the stuff doesn't grow here, well, then they still utilize American companies to source those items. So that's a plus. They contribute to charities that uh, help all of our heroes in uniform, first responders, police officers, uh, active duty military, veterans. Uh, they're helping them all. The soaps come in resealable packs that are weather-resistant, easy to use, and you've got some options on board where you can uh, try out their six top-selling soaps in what they call the Freedom Pack – Get a one-time deal there. You order that, no shipping on that order, and you get to try their six best-selling soaps, which you would assume would be it's their most popular ones. But you don't have to do that. You can order individuals, especially if you already know which ones you like. But if you don't know, you can order one at a time and figure that out. And then once you've decided what your favorite is, you can sign up for one of their subscriptions. Sud. Descriptions. I, I just loved saying that, quite honestly. It's almost a tongue twister if you try to say it too fast. I end up saying subscription anyway. It's like, no, no, sud, as in soapy suds. It's awesome. Anyway, follow the link in today's show description if you can see the show description. And if you're listening, say, via terrestrial radio, then please just go visit Tap Into The Truth. That's T-A-P-P, intothetruth.com. And both on the homepage and on the uh, Help Support the Show page, you can find banners and links that will take you there, along with a few other companies that uh, we're trying to partner with to provide a little more uh, support to the show. Follow those links because that's how they know I sent you and how I'll get my little piece of that pie if you do. Anyway, that being said, go check out Hero Sub. Now, I was telling you just a moment ago that I'm not the only one trying to warn the left that just because they think they've gotten some kind of convoluted victory over a lower-than-expected turnout at the Trump rally uh, in Tulsa, there is 
alarm bells being sounded by folks from within the leftist camp itself. Democrats right now are confident that they have the November 2020 election in the bag. Well, they better check themselves, at least according to Michael Moore. Now, Michael Moore is somebody that we talk a lot about on this show, not as much as certain other people, but he's a prominent enough figure, and he keeps himself in the headlines often enough. He's definitely a leftist. He definitely likes presenting information in a fashion that I would say is not always necessarily accurate. But it tells the narrative that he wants to tell, and they are all facts just taken out of context so that the other facts that might argue against his narrative magically disappear. Okay, that's about the most diplomatic way I can put that. So Michael Moore still keeps himself out there, and he's still looked at by at least a quasi-reasonably large number of people on the left as being… An authoritative source of information. Wrongfully so, but they do. Well, Michael Moore's out there telling them they need they're, they're warning them and to anybody who's willing to listen that former Vice President Joe Biden has nowhere near the same amount of enthusiasm as President Trump has. In an Instagram post uh, back on Saturday. Moore noted that President Trump's big rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the first of its kind since COVID-19 pandemic started, is drawing big crowds with numbers far exceeding those of the Biden campaign. Now, this is taking into account what the numbers ended up being, far below what was expected based on everybody that requests the tickets, far below the expectations that was going to require a spillover outdoor section that ended up being canceled, which is also being touted as more egg on the face of Trump. And maybe it did kind of hurt Trump's feelings that uh, he got all excited that he was being told these numbers. But these numbers he was being given was legit. The numbers he was being given were the numbers of people requesting tickets for the event. Had no real way of knowing that a large number of these may have been prank requests to try and keep other uh, folks from actually attending. Had no way of knowing that this may have been organized on TikTok uh, as an effort to, to downplay the actual number of people that support Donald Trump. The numbers they had were legit, and they tried. They made legitimate efforts to accommodate what – they had in their hands as information in regards to how many people wanted to come see Donald Trump. So while it may have been disappointing to the president and to the campaign that the numbers they were expecting based on the request didn't uh, materialize, it should still send a strong message to the American people of how hard he was willing to work in order to accommodate that number of people. They were willing to set up a secondary area for an outside thing, for a spillover, where he was going to actually meet them first. It was a moot point. wasn't necessary, but the plans had been laid. The effort had been made. Donald Trump wants to accommodate the American people, especially the American people who want to make America great again. That should still be of concern to the leftists, and Michael Moore sees that. In Michael Moore's little Instagram post, he said, quote, 
They started lining up on Tuesday in Tulsa for Trump's rally. 100,000 are expected. Trump has lost none of his base, and they are more rabid than ever. Sleeping on the sidewalks for five nights just to get in to see Trump? That is commitment. Do not take Trump for granted. Don't think he can't win. Don't get all cocky telling everyone there's no way he's winning the White House because, frankly, you sound a lot like yourself four years ago when you told everybody there's no way the country's going to put a clown in the Oval Office. So, if you'll recall, back in 2016, Michael Moore actually was the first person issuing warnings for the Democrats then when he was begging them to take Trump seriously. And given that Moore has roots in the American Rust Belt, the propagandist filmmaker – I'm sorry, I mean documentary filmmaker – well, he knew the type of people that would resonate with Trump's message. When it comes to Joe Biden, the man Democrats have tapped to beat Trump in November, Michael Moore quite candidly admitted that the former VP just cannot generate enthusiasm. Not in the Rust Belt, at least, and that's where they need to win back votes if they think they're going to be able to retake the White House. Saying, quote, if you are once again not taking my warning seriously, then I have a question I want you to answer, and I ask you to answer me honestly. How many people would line up for five days just to hear Joe Biden talk? Twelve, five, none. The candidate who inspires the most people in the swing states to excitedly get to the polls and ensure that each of them brings 10 to 20 of their friends and family with them on election day. All of them highly motivated, fired up, and on a mission from God. That's who wins the White House. Lastly, Moore also warned the Democrats against the impulse to smugly dismiss the the Bubba's in Oklahoma. There's there's a good reason not to dismiss the Bubba's anywhere. But it's a good idea not to dismiss them because guess what? There's more of those Bubba's than there are of you elitists in this country. And there's more of those Bubba's that have been won over by the can-do and will-fight-for-you attitude that Donald Trump has exhibited for the majority of his presidency. And those Bubba's are the ones who more than nearly anyone else in the country are tired of being talked down to and talked over and talked past. Treated as if their opinions don't matter. There's no reason to even try to talk to them. There's no reason to try to convince them that uh, their beliefs uh, may be mistaken when it comes to political policies. Can't talk to those folks. We'll ignore them. Same mistake that Mitt Romney was making back during his campaign and let slip out loud at a fundraiser where he thought nobody was listening or at least thought no one was recording. 
You cannot simply just give up on a certain amount of the population. You may know. You may very well know with every fiber of your being that there is a large number of people out there right now that it doesn't matter what you say to them. You're not going to be able to convince them otherwise. They're so deeply ingrained in their ideology. Many of them, not even knowing why, will chant to you that the orange man is bad. Whatever form that is taking this week, they will chant it back to you however they've been told to say it. With no no grounds for the statement, no means of backing up the statement, it doesn't matter to them. They're a member of the church of the leftist ideology, and they're a, a unified congregation. That warning, Michael Moore said, quote, don't get all smug laughing at these Bubba's in Tulsa today and snickering over how many of them are going to come down with COVID-19. They live, eat, and breathe Trump, and none of us do that with Joe Biden. We're counting on hatred of Trump, not love of Biden, to win the day. Is that how you really think hate beats love? Like the more we ply our neighbor's hatred of Trump, that's the ticket to win? Because deep down, we know there's no massive, intense love of Joe Biden. No one is all dreamy and jazzy when they think about Joe Biden's job plans, Joe Biden's health care plan, child care plan, criminal justice plan, income inequality plan. Mike, stop. We get it. Trump's people will pack the polling sites. Our people will, well, well, they'll be there. Michael Moore concluded by asking for a plan B if all else fails and Trump really does steamroll over Biden. Saying Biden has to rock everyone's world to win I'm just the messenger. Michael Moore is just the messenger. He's a messenger that they have flocked to in the past when they have really enjoyed the message he's bringing. But he's a messenger that they flat out ignored when he tried to warn them about the threat that Donald J. Trump posed to their beloved Hillary Rodham Clinton. And now… Now Michael Moore is warning that same alarm. He's ringing the same alarm. He's ringing the same bell. He's trying to tell them, hey, guys, pay attention. Donald Trump is probably more dangerous today than he was four years ago. He's more dangerous today for our side, for our ideas, for our changing the fundamental nature of America that we were moving towards under Barack Hussein, Allah Akbar, Obama. He's more dangerous today in that respect than he was in 2016. Now, I for one kind of hope that once again they ignore him. But I will give Michael Moore the props that he recognizes the truth. And despite the fact that he knows he's going to take some criticism from the woke mafia – is still willing to tell it. So 
good luck with that. That's going to have to be it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much, especially thank you fine, fine folks over at WCET for listening during the simulcast. And uh, thanks to everybody who listened live, and thanks to everybody who's listening to the rebroadcast on terrestrial radio stations all across this country. Thank you so very much. And uh, remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely, definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort, but more importantly, to use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. In the meanwhile, also, please, now more than ever, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, be smart, even if that goes against your nature. Have a great week, everybody. See you on Tuesday. I'm out for now. Goodbye.
is using both hands. 